Sheik and his parents were taken to an internment camp that was called the Heart Mountain Relocation Center. It was in the upper west corner of Wyoming, not far from Yellowstone. It was over 700 acres. There were more than 450 barracks surrounded by barbed wire fences and guard towers. It was one of 10 internment camps the government had built. And my first thought was, I'm going to get lost. How am I going to find my barrack? Uh, Fortunately, it was very simple. They had different blocks. Uh, They were numbered uh, and compartments. So you couldn't get lost if if, if you knew what you're looking for. And when we arrived at the barrack, we walked in, and my parents sat on the bed with army blankets on. There was no chair, no tables, no furniture, no water. Uh, but we did have two items that I remember. Way up high from the ceiling hung a dim light bulb. And near the wall, you see a brand new potbelly stove. Shig began learning his way around, finding out where the mess hall was, learning the protocol for using the shared showers and bathrooms. He also discovered the recreation area, where he and other kids would spend hours playing marbles together. They also had to get used to the Wyoming weather, which was much different than San Francisco. They arrived at Heart Mountain in the fall and quickly realized it was a whole different climate. When it got... 28 below zero, the adults place dirt, a rectangular shape, a large area, filled it with water, and in the morning, it became ice. So we learned to ice skate. When the weather got warmer, Shig says they spent their days playing basketball and football, softball, just finding ways to pass the time. He started collecting bugs. He found a bug that he thought he would try and make his pet. Then it tried to sting him, and he realized it was a scorpion. And then, one day, Shig and his friend Akihiro decided to go and explore the guard towers that line the perimeter of the camp. Shig and his friend thought that they might go and ask the guards if they could see their weapons. Then they realized there was a hole in the fence. They started squeezing themselves through it to sneak out of camp. They invited other kids and would hike down to a riverbed to play or go swimming in the river. One day, they brought slingshots and marbles and decided to go hunting. And that's when they saw the nest of a magpie. Magpies are pretty birds. They're black with white patches on their wings and a long tail, When their wings are extended, you can see feathers which look bluish-green. They're social birds, loud, constantly making noise. They can be a pest. It's said that magpies have long been associated with people and would sometimes follow Native American tribes while out on hunting parties. They're found all over the West. At one time, ranchers and farmers tried to exterminate magpies. It didn't work. 
So one of the kids said, I wonder who could hit that nest, magpie nest, way up high. So all of us are shooting. And eventually that nest started to weave, move back and forth. It fell all the way down to the ground, at least 35 feet. And I wanted to see what inside of a bird nest looked like, a magpie nest. I looked in. Little did I realize a magpie looked at me. I looked at the magpie, the baby magpie bird. It started to to beg for food. And we looked around for bugs. We didn't know what the magpie bird ate. From the Shoshone River, we dipped our hands and put water into the mouth of the uh, magpie bird. And it got a crawled out of the nest. One of the older boys next to me said, you know, that bird is going to die. I said, how do you know? Because the mother bird cannot lift that baby bird up to another magpie nest. And so I guess I had a deep feeling about this magpie bird because what happened back with my own parents. 